What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line with another episode of 1% with Him. And today we're going to be doing a reading out of Psalm uh, chapter 20 and chapter 21. I still got a little lingering cough, but it's not as bad as it was on Friday. So that is good. We're trending uphill in the, uh, you know, we're trending upward in the uh, right direction. And so uh, glad to have you all here. You probably might still hear it in my voice a little bit, but it is Sunday, September 18th, 2022. I hope everybody's having a great weekend thus far. And uh, yeah, it's been a very beautiful weekend, I must say. We had a little bit of rain today earlier this morning, but now it kind of cleared up and now it's beautiful and sunny. And uh, I am right here in the cool air conditioned basement that I have known as my studio a.k.a. my man cave, a.k.a. the workshop, the wife's den. It's everything. I mean, this is where we do everything. Make our shirts, do some wood signs, studio stuff, uh, kids' craft room. I mean, it's an it's a multi-purpose room. Um, but I'm happy to be down here in the air condition because I like it cool. Meanwhile, my neighbors are across the street spreading soil by hand in a wheelbarrow um, all over their yard because they want to try to grow some grass and I do not envy them one minute. Kind of sucks to be them, but good for them that they're doing it. So, well, you know, the world's still crazy as, uh, as we all can see. Tomorrow, I guess, is the Queen's actual um, funeral. I guess that's taking place tomorrow. And apparently a lot of the world leaders that were allowed to attend, um, it was said that they could not take in their own private jets. They had to fly commercial. I find that kind of interesting. And um, yeah, so it's just it's just very interesting to see kind of what's happening in the world. Um, apparently the deal that apparently our resident at the White House, supposedly, I think he's at the mock-up White House in Georgia, but the resident, Joe Biden, that still some delusional people call president, I guess his deal to avert the rail worker strike is possibly going to fall apart. So that's interesting. We'll see where that goes. Um, <clears throat> of course, you got Mayor Adams calling migrants that are being busted in New York City a humanitarian crisis, but dis disagrees that the Biden regime should focus more on a legal immigration crisis. I mean, this is the kind of lunacy that we're being subjected to and exposed to by the fake mainstream media. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
you know, you got those, I guess, 50 migrants that got busted in the Martha's Vineyard. All the leftists that live there on that little island, you know, they have no problem virtue signal, you know, signaling and, you know, crying foul, you know, when it comes to humanitarian crisis of, you know, poor immigrants trying to escape. But, you know, God forbid, they're right there in their front yard. Poof, they're trying to call in the National Guard and get them bust the hell out of there. The system is falling apart. The people in the de facto system, they're going to be even more exposed than they already are. Michigan's Attorney General Dana Nessel was booed off stage in a Biden plus 10 district. That's interesting. Apparently, chaos erupts as a man charges a queen's casket, was dragged out, dragged out of the room by police. I mean, I have no idea what's going on with the world. It's nuts. Apparently heard a story of a poor young woman, 21-year-old woman, apparently was waiting in her car for a train to pass by at 2 in the morning. 21-year-old young lady outside of Baton Rouge shot to death. The country needs prayer. We definitely need God to be centered at the heart of this nation. Before we get in the reading, I also want to play something which I find very disturbing. So there's apparently, it was brought to my attention when I was in Mackinac Island, Some uh, one of the listeners, uh, Randy, who listens in, he sent me a text and uh, he, he sent me a YouTube clip. It was a trailer for uh, a show called Little Demons on FX. It's a season one trailer. I'm going to play this. This is a cartoon. Okay, this is a cartoon on FX on cable TV. It's called Little Demons, Need I Say More? Give this a listen. Who's that girl? Those <laughs> shoes should come with a content warning. What a waste. Ah! New girl. Say hi to the world. <sighs> the sky over a local junior high has torn open. Mom? Get in. So we're putting this off. Your dad is the devil and you're the antichrist. I'm supposed to accept that you had sex with Satan or anyone? Ah. Please allow me to introduce myself. Come to your father, Damien. Oh, you're a girl. The future is female. Great to meet you. Where have you been my whole life? The metaphysical realm. It's not hell, but it's got the essentials. Hey, everybody. This is my daughter. Kiss her ass or I'll slaughter your children. Proud of you! When we dated, were you inside someone's corpse? And you had an unfinished <coughs> dolphin tattoo. Don't be a snob. Oh. She says I lied to protect you. She sounds like a bitch. That's what I said. Hey, look at me. I'm bad grandma. I'm a little bit of what do you make of this thing? Biblical or the media? I like things the way they were. Get your hands off my daughter. Our daughter. Oh, great. My parents are here. I'm a chicken now. This party just got lame. If my parents ever show up to a party, murder me. Yeah. Not sure what happened there. Apparently, 
wants to stop playing, I guess. Just going to pause it, make sure it doesn't continue to play. But anyway, you get the point. That, oh, it's female. Listen to my daughter, I'll slaughter your children, he says. I mean, what the hell kind of nonsense is this? Our, our, <laughs> our nation needs prayers. More than anything, we need good moral, morally based people at the helm of this ship in which we call our government. Anyway, let's move on. This is the kind of this is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with, folks. If we don't turn to God sooner than later, we're going to be in for a world of hurting. All right. So let's get into. Uh, I'm going to be reading Psalm chapter 20 and 21, both very short. So, um, reading out of the New American Standard Bible, and it reads, "May the Lord answer you on the day of trouble." May the name of the, of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and support you from Zion. May he remember all your meal offerings and accept your burnt offering. Selah, may he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill your whole plan. We will sing for joy over your victory. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. And may the Lord fulfill all your desires. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him and his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some praise their chariots and some their horses, but we will praise the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stood upright. Save, Lord, may the king answer us on the day we call. So Psalm 20 features two main parts, as both the assembled people of King David pray for victory in an impending battle. First, the people pray that God would bless the king during the fight, also known as, you know, the day of trouble. And they pray that God would provide support for David, both spiritually from the sanctuary and militarily from Zion. And Zion is another name for the city of Jerusalem. And their prayer is that David's plea for victory would be granted. And the people look forward to celebrating that victory God brings through their king. And next, then David prays to describe his confidence in God. He refers to the might of God's right hand, implying the full power of the Lord. And this is contrasted with the only power available to worldly kingdoms. Horses and chariots, common symbols of war. But by comparison, David and the people of Israel are trusting in something far more potent and reliable than human armies. The psalm ends in the same way it began, with a sincere prayer from the people to give David victory in his battle. And then as we go over to chapter 21, 
that reads. Sorry, I had a little cough there, a little tickle in my throat. Psalm 21 reads, Lord, in your strength, the king will be glad and in your salvation, how greatly we will rejoice. He will rejoice. You have given him your heart's desire and you have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. For you meet him with the blessings of good things. You set a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked for life from you. You give it to him length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you place upon him. For you make him most blessed forever. You make him joyful with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the faithfulness of the Most High, he will not be shaken. Your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will find those who hate you. You will make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will devour them. You will eliminate their descendants from the earth and their children from among the sons of mankind. Though they intend evil against you and, and devise the plot, they will not succeed. For you will make them turn their back. You will take aim at their faces with your bowstrings. Be exalted, Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. And that is exactly kind of what we're dealing with right now today. We will find our enemies. And yes, the right hand will find those who hate us. And the Lord will swallow them up. Fire will devour them. Not only will we eliminate them, but we will eliminate their generations. Anybody who commits crimes against humanity, they will be gone. Now, what does chapter 21 mean now psalm 21 pairs with psalm 20 kind of one of the reasons why i did the two uh together which seems to come before david entered a battle now this song celebrates victory and expresses confidence in future success now the praise of god begins by expressing the king's victory and his appreciation for god's favor now in verse 4 it makes a reference to the length of days forever and ever which seems to be a reference to the messiah but if you go back to um, 2 Samuel 7, 11 through 16, the Lord promises to establish David's descendants on the throne for all time. And it was these guarantees from God and the success that he obtained that made David and his people confident in God's goodness and faithfulness. Now, the second half of this psalm anticipates future victories for King David. And these are credited to God as the one who swallows up enemies of his chosen people. Now, as part of this celebration, Scripture reminds us that following in the sinful footsteps of our ancestors is no excuse. And those who continue the sins of their parents can expect to face God's judgment. Absolutely and rightfully so. And this passage also uses a vivid illustration of how David's enemies will flee him. And so they will respond as drastically as would someone having a drawn bow pointed directly into their face. And this is the depth of the faith, the people expressing God's power and plans. You know, speaking of plans, you know, we often keep hearing, trust the plan, trust the plan, right? With everything that's going on. Sure, you could trust the plan, that plan being God's plan, but you got to remember, we are also a big part of God's plan. 
I'm part of God's plan. You're part of God's plan. That's the reason why I'm behind this microphone. Everything that we do in life is now a part of this warfare. So anyway, that is all I have for you today. We're going to end this in prayer. Like I said, trying to still take it easy on my voice. As you can hear, my voice is still a little, not quite all there. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for a beautiful weekend and for our good health. Thank you for our families and thank you for the wisdom that you are bringing forth to us. And Father, we just pray that you continuously use us for your greater plan as we keep talking about plans. Keep guiding us in the way that you need us to go. Shine light where there's darkness so that we can also be part of your light to bring whatever forth, you know, bring whatever we need to on your behalf. And we just pray for forgiveness individually and as a nation, Father. We also pray for our enemies. And we pray that our enemies comprehend exactly the severity of what they're doing. And if they stop, that they could possibly be redeemed. And so we pray for not only our enemies to stumble and fall away from their evil schemes, but we also pray for their forgiveness. As we always pray for our forgiveness, because we are not perfect either. And so, Father, we thank you so very much for all that you do for us and bless us every day. Bless this nation and help our assemblies of states. And we just thank you for just all the many gifts that we often overlook. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so anyway, that is all I have for you today. I am going to come back here with another uh, with an EDU spot, um, continuing on the reading of the 2000-25 training manual. I'm going to go get a bite to eat real quick. So if I'm a little late, I apologize, but I will be back um, right around probably about four o'clock. All right. Till then or the next time, I hope you all have a blessed evening. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. out our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates.